question for you quick question uh-huh. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. why did the demon cross the road i don't know brian because your mother Lainous. was over there sucking cocks in hell <laughs> <laughs> close <laughs> the power of the power of christ compelled him you <laughs> welcome <laughs> i like steve's of halloween is forever i'm brian i'm meg I'm Steve. Hey, guys, we're here once again. We're a day late. We are a day late. And I just want (laughs) an elephant in the room. Going to throw it out there. Going to just fess up to it right now. We are a day late. Fucking deal with it. All right. (laughs) Just deal with it. You'll be fine. Uh, I think this did happen one other time. Um, Similar circumstances. I think Meg had like an emergency life event or something. I, this time, (laughs) had an emergency life event uh, where we were supposed to record, could not record. Um, Same policy applies. Money back guarantee. Money back guarantee applies, guys. (laughs) This episode, this episode only is free. Free. It's on me. It's on the house. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian covered your tab. He let me know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let me know. I'll, I will issue a refund immediately. Uh, consider yourself refunded. Um, I had my car broken into, uh, actually my coworker's car, and a bunch of my shit stolen, including my computer and my headphones and all kind of good stuff. Um, so, uh, you know, was dealing with that uh, yesterday. So we're recording a day late. But like I said, I, I'm fairly confident everybody will be fine. Everybody will be cool about this. <laughs> be cool. Be cool, guys. But uh, this is uh, nonetheless a very, very special mini show because we got a couple of things we got to do. Uh, first of all, we are going to announce our micro budget gems, which is, of course, the showdown episode for the shittiest month of the year, February. We are going to uh, <laughs> announce those and then we're going to talk about a little shutter. Uh, original we're going to talk about some beers we're going to do all this stuff so um first of all uh i should probably say as well if you want to help us pick topics in the future suggest topics vote on topics do those sorts of things follow us on the social medias it's at halloween is forever on all the various social media outlets on the tiktoks and the instagrams and the facebooks and all that sort of thing oh can we can we talk about the tiktoks for a second yeah, what's up with TikTok? Please do. TikTok is stupid and I hate the internet. Yeah, yeah. TikTok sucks. So we but probably you somehow got us how many new followers? Yeah, 500 plus. Really? In, in like day. two days. In two days. Why? What yeah. happened? I just post that. This is why I hate the internet. So Meg and I had been posting on TikTok. We'd been posting yeah. like audio clips from the show and Meg had been doing talks and mm. We had probably like, I don't know, almost 50 videos on there. And mm-hmm. we only had 120 followers. Then yeah. I made one dumb, stupid little edit of a seven second video. It gets over <laughs> 115,000 plays and earns what? us 500 followers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is why Wait, I hate the internet. I, I, this is, I'm hearing viral. all of this for the first time. I don't even know what the TikTok is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to literally watch it for the first time right now. Yeah, you I watched watched it on Instagram, too. You for, It was based on that video I sent you guys. Steve took it and edited it perfectly. Okay. I got I to gotta watch it now. I got to sure. watch it now. 
quit watching horror shows. Fuck yourself, old man. Fuck yourself, old man. <laughs> okay, I didn't realize that was... First of all, I didn't realize that was us. I definitely liked that. I was like, oh, didn't realize it was our account. Yeah, that was us. We did that. Well, it probably could have confused you because I sent you guys the original audio, which was just that guy preaching for like yeah. 30 seconds about Well, there was that. And then, yeah, so yeah. I was out of town for work all last week. I was like out of pocket, busy as fuck. I did see something get reposted. I... I didn't even realize it was us. Yeah. That's it, funny it, it because gets all we, it gets all muddy. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it, we had a similar situation where I just posted, you know, my annual, you know, appreciation for Santa's sleigh starring one Mr. Bill Goldberg. Yeah. Um, on the Instagrams. It just literally was just a quick clip of the of the opening scene, you know, where he comes down the chimney and stuff out of nowhere. It, it currently is still running. It has ninety two hundred likes and, and fifty eight thousand views i'm like what yeah why why that one? why that why that like, one? you know what i mean there's tons of other stuff that's just as interesting or more interesting uh i don't know the internet you guys works the, the internet works in mysterious ways all, um, all i'm saying is i think i might have to start posting the tiktok again and then get yeah. disappointed and then quit for months <laughs> and then come back and make another <laughs> dumb little video and get more followers <laughs> Well, my TikTok account, I started one. It currently has zero posts. Nice. And uh, yeah, I've done nothing on it. Um, it's a creep account. Anyway, yes, <laughs> we can all. Yeah, it's a creep account. You can we can all agree the Internet is dumb. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I was going to say the dumber, the better, guys. OK, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, Steve, that should just yeah. be that. Should We're not be trying anymore. Light. We're not trying hard anymore. No, trying's for idiots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. <clears throat> That should be a shirt. Halloween's forever. Trying's for idiots. Um, and then we when we post that. We start a Patreon. We become millionaires. That's how it goes. I, I can see it now because it's just going to be in like Comic Sans font with like shitty crude drawings of the three of us. Yeah, it's just me with like a bunch of Oreo crumbs on my belly, giving double middle fingers. That's too like, much work. Too much work. Thirty grand. I'm just talking I like stick fingers. I like stick how it's coming full circles though because I do have "Don't Try" tattooed on my hands. Yeah, that's so true. You guys, that's you know? true. This is perfect. Should we? I, I, I listen. Uh, let's pose this. Um, not not to jump the gun here. Mm -hmm. Should we just have a Patreon? We haven't had one, <laughs> but I've had in recent weeks multiple listeners say you guys should have a Patreon, and I'm like. I it's vaguely know what a Patreon is. Yes. So it's something yeah. it's something that's been in Steve's brain for a minute. Yeah. He had to kill his other show to have more time to do the Patreon. Mm -hmm. So he killed I his see. other show. And now, you know, there's a good chance we'll, we'll start doing more Patreon and we might have some sponsored content. And I think if we do sponsors stuff, it, mm -hmm. like if we start doing ads on this show, this is a promise yeah. I'll make to the audience. Mm -hmm. If we start doing sponsors on this show, then you can pay us a dollar to not listen to those ads on our Patreon. <laughs> there you go. I like that. I like that. Steve knows how to pay, how to how to podcasts work. Um, can that so, tier be uh, called "fuck you"? I was I was <laughs> thinking of naming them things like "scamp" and "rascal." <laughs> I, mean, okay. I like that. I like like little woodland like little woodland creatures. Yeah, in a, the scamp in a, tier. In a, in a, you get yeah. ad free episodes. <laughs> I like it. All right. Uh, do we got some beers is that we're drinking here this evening? No. I saw Meg was drinking something that looked a little crispy. <laughs> Guys, dry January turned into a damp month. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was like, like springtime, you know, or it's mm. 
little little damp outside. Um, yeah, it's the thirtieth. You almost made it. Uh, I've been drinking the last couple of weeks. <laughs> we just recorded. Yeah. Before I started like having a couple of drinks, mm-hmm. it's fine. I'm weak. Um, <laughs> couple two tree. Oh, I see what you got yeah, there. Yeah, I got Andrew's uh, Bavarian pills. Very Ooh, nice. Little, Very nice. Little little uh, little, little pillsy boy. I like that. That's an excellent beer. Yeah. What? Uh, well, here I'll I'll, I'll go next because I have a little pills as well. Actually, I'm not technically a pills. This is uh, human robots. Check ten. Mm. They're 10 Ooh, degree. I've had that one. That one is nice. They're 10 degree pale lagers. It's fucking yummy. I was I like there. That place a lot. Yeah. Cool spot. Excellent folks. One of my favorite breweries in the damn world. Uh, first time I was there, I'd had all tons of their beer. I'd never actually been there. Went there Saturday, Friday night, Friday night. Yeah. With, with uh, a couple of my coworkers, um, you know, slammed some beers, did some dang old ch- chug, some milk tubes, had a, had a blast of a time. We're walking back to our car, and I, as I approach, I see that the window is smashed out and all of our things are gone. Um, so really put a damper on the night, but right up until that point, we were having a blast. Um, but I did get some beers to go. Got their old uh, uh, Check 10 uh, and Hallertau pills, um, but they had a... Um, Wow, what did they have? Oh, the Czech uh, Tamave 13 degree. Mm. They had a fucking Rauk beer on. They had a Donkelweiss. Oh, just lots of lots of yummies, mm. lots of yummies. So, Steve, what do you got? Fuck all that trad trash. Trad trash. Yeah, I think said Chad trash. I got tongue tied because I'm drinking soju, baby. <laughs> Steve is that guy as he chugs it out of the bottle. Steve currently is that guy in like a kaiju movie under the bridge. Like just yeah, I'm the guy in the host. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. slamming a bunch of soju. Yeah, fuck all that oh. trad check trash. I'm drinking soju, baby. Drinking zoom zoom juice under the bridge with the monsters. Fucking fourteen percent peach juice. Let's go. Where do you get? Where do you get? The, it's becoming a quite a quite a uh, a trend. I've yeah. seen a lot of people with the soju. Where are you purchasing the soju? I'm getting it at the PA Wine and Spirits. Because it oh, falls okay. under it falls under the uh, category of Asian wine, mm, so mm, okay, yeah. Even though it's like it's, I mean, basically the stuff I'm drinking is fucking like low grade vodka with flavoring put into it, right? <laughs> which is how I like <laughs> yeah. it. We talked about soju. Mm. Is it super Probably. sweet? Like, is it? It can be. Yeah. Mm, mm. Yeah. I mean, they're they're. I guess it's a sweet, but it's a lighter sweet than like drinking a fucking gross ass stout that's like big and fourteen percent. Yeah. This is this is nice and crisp and light, fourteen percent. Mm. So yeah. interesting. Blinding is it like juice. the FMB of? J- is it like the traditional FMB of Japan? No, because it's Korean. <laughs> oh, I thought it was. Oh yeah, yeah. No, sorry, so I was Korean. sake. Yeah, I mean, you're thinking sake. sake. Yeah, sake and koju get get mixed up. Mm. Yeah, Korean, Korean. Yes, yes. But is it like that? Is it like kind of a? Because I feel like when you see it in movies, it's always like just degens drinking it yeah is that I mean, normal or is that just a coincidence that i've noticed no nah, i don't think it's a coincidence because it's definitely <laughs> popular among young people and it's popular among yeah. degens yeah. as i'm a degen um, <laughs> and like i meant to imply that i'm glad yeah, you got it yeah and i well i mean here's the other thing it's only six bucks a bottle so oh, wow, six okay. bucks a bottle for 14 percent. that's why degens love it and also because oh, it's yeah. super drinkable you know, gotcha. it's super drinkable mm. and super high octane. I Jeez. do like to 
get down. Yeah. So maybe I should get some of that. Yeah. Sounds interesting. What he Let's means by that, that is on the floor because he's <laughs> yeah, yeah, drinking like 10 to, bottles of soju. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I like to get down. Yeah. What's, what it, uh, exactly what's the, uh, the, what's the new Korean barbecue place that's down in like, it's near two phrase. Ah, shit. Mm, but I, I don't I'm pretty know. sure they have all the sojus. Interesting. Yeah. It's cr- They do, they do the traditional Korean barbecue, all you can eat kind of shit. And you Oof. get bottles of soju and you get Oof. fucked up. And you just get down. I like, that. I like that. I'm going to go get some of that. Give it a little try. Um, sounds kind of yummy. Um, and also the bottle looks cool. So I'm going to drink out of that bottle. Yeah. Oh, I think. Oh, wait, it's it's literally just called soju. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that what the brand that's, is? No, that's the have? restaurant. <laughs> oh, oh, then the restaurant's called soju. Yeah, there's there's Cobra and Bloomfield and soju is, uh, I believe, in Carfield. And you, mm-hmm. you can get all the bottles there. Nice. All the bottles. I go and do it. I go and do it. All right, guys. Um, before we get into this fucking movie, which spoiler alert, it's fucking boring. Um, what? Let's get. <laughs> I didn't. I thought it was. I don't know. Maybe I wasn't in the mood for it. All right, let's get into. <laughs> yeah, maybe this movie you're in a bad before. mood from getting robbed in Philly. <laughs> yes, I did get robbed. Um, before we disagree about this movie let's talk about our micro budget gems guys that's our showdown topic for um the horseshit month of february we um we decided that we were talking like pretty much anything below about four hundred thousand dollars uh would be considered a micro budget that is according to what um the internet what, what, what did we <laughs> the internet the internet so imdb i don't fucking know that's what we put it at um so now, I did think about this, and we didn't really address it. Yeah, I thought about it, up. too. And you're, you're about yeah. to say inflation, aren't you? The old inflation number, because, you know, $400,000 in 1920 was a 10 bajillion dollars, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, now that probably won't apply too much to my movies, because I did pick some, like, more modern movies. But um, I thought about that after the fact. So yeah. I don't know how that'll I don't know how that'll 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 sink or swim our our topic here, but yeah. um, uh, either way, what's what's the order going to be? That's the question. Ooh, it's my choice, isn't it? Mm-hmm, Gentle mm-hmm, sirs. Mm-hmm. Um, your girl's going to go first. Yeah. Steve's going to go second. Okay. Brian's going you. third. Sure. Fuck. <laughs> sure. Fuck you. All right. Go ahead. What's what's your movie? I don't. I have three because I was expecting that to happen. Um, so I have three. Um, so you can't pick all three of my movies. <laughs> I will pick all three of your movies. No, I think I remember when you first the topic got chosen. I kind of already had a movie in mind, and I was I think I was overthinking it today. So I'm going to pull a real Meg move today. Mm-hmm. I was actually initially going to choose Creep. But then mm-hmm. I was like, found footage. A, it, a it could be its own category. B, we we poo poo on found footage a lot. So I'm gonna just like that one's going. Steve off does. It. I love a found footage. Yeah. Steve's Steve's the one who turns his his little koju dr- drinking nose up at at found footage. I don't hate all found footage, and I do like creep. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. it, there's a very specific type of found footage that I think is lazy and boring, and it's the things yeah, like the jerky jumbly cam situation. Yeah. But there is a. I think this movie tonight that we're going to talk about actually has a connection to the movie Creep. I'm pretty sure. Maybe um, mm. we'll talk about talk about that later. Anyway, so you um, go ahead. So sorry. I'm gonna pull a mm-hmm. move, and I'm going to go with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. Yeah. See, the, so I don't know what's the what was the budget in, in that one? On it's that like one forty. 
Okay. So even with inflation, I think it's pretty safe to say that is a micro budget type of movie, right? I mean, I looked it I up. Know. I feel like yeah. I looked it up and it, yeah. it, it like in today dollars, I think it's like 2 million, but I'm like, I'm not, mm. I'm not, I'm not looking to fucking, mm. uh, you know, uh, 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 nitpick like that. Cause I did, I did sure. think about it, but it's just like, I don't yeah. know, making a movie still for cheap back then. You know, because it's not like there weren't million dollar mm-hmm. movies back then. So, right, yeah, and yeah. like it's it also also just like movies like that. They still have the independent spirit to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, it's like right. yeah, it's like it's seven hundred and twenty. I I I take exception to the pick more because it's just um just a, a monster of a movie. Right, right. <laughs> now I'm yeah. like, damn it, I can't pick anything fun because Meg picked Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> um, obviously it's gonna fucking win. Um, maybe not. It, I don't know. We'll see. Is it we'll obvious? See. Hmm. Uh, I love that movie. I do love that movie. It's I, not perfect. I, I do love uh, it too because it is it is on my list. But yeah. Mm. But that's All the right. thing. Maybe you can find something more modern that's made better. You know what I'm saying? I have one. I'm worried you're going to pick it, though, Steve. So I've been, see. I, had, I had like a list of five, and they're from all over the place. Texas Chainsaw Same. was one. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to do that. There's one. We should just do it to watch it, but it wouldn't win. For some reason, I'd be surprised if my number one pick was not on your list. I don't know why. I just have a feeling it is. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, it's possible. I just well, I just went through I because I was trying to find something like uncommon that we would yes that we wouldn't Same. think of. Yeah, you know, and I have two common ones. I'm gonna go against my better judgment, and I'm not gonna pick the obvious one. Okay, and I'm gonna go with Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Oh, okay. That one was actually oh. on my list and is a great movie. And actually, um, uh, I, I forget one of our one of our listeners. Um, and forgive me for forgetting which one I was talking to because we I had a bunch of conversations going with folks about their favorite micro budget gems. And uh, I, I actually suggested Henry Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer to somebody, um, oh, okay. or they had already seen it or whatever. But yes, that is a fantastic one. Great performance. Uh, one of the more disturbing movies you'll ever see, mm-hmm. specifically mm-hmm. one one particular scene. But and at the time it was made for uh, uh like a hundred ten. So yeah, just absolute. Yes. But yeah, that was a, that is uh, definitely uh, I think definition of a micro budget, and it has recognizable people still, which is mm-hmm. which is uh, oh yeah yeah because it's an it's it's an early uh, it's an early Michael Rooker so. Michael Rooker uh, of Walking Dead fame, which we were just talking about. So I have three that I'm thinking of, um, but but and, and I really love all these movies. But I think one of them is the only one that's going to maybe stand up to those movies. It is a completely different type of movie, but is definitively a micro budget um, movie um, that uh, did get some acclaim, but maybe not as much as it deserves. Uh, I'm going with 2017's One Cut of the Dead. Ah, see um, that one? That was on my short list as well. I figured that was on your short list. That was the one that I was worried you were going to pick. Mm-hmm. My other two that I was thinking, which I really love this movie. It's more of a horror comedy. Not not that One Cut of the Dead doesn't have some comedic moments in it, but Murder Party. Have you ever seen mm-hmm. Murder Party? Oh, yeah. Uh, that that was fantastic. Yeah, I was I was talking with somebody on Instagram about that one. I haven't seen that, but I saw that pop up. Yeah. Murder Party's great. And then going back, like this was one of the original kind of micro budget ones, but it is like 
I love it because it's so creepy and atmospheric and has some tremendous shots, but it is a little bit boring at times. So I didn't know if it would be up everyone's alley, but Carnival of Souls, oh, okay. 1962. I love Carnival <laughs> of Souls. Um, but yeah, it's not everyone's cup of tea. Yeah. So I'm going with one cut of the dead, uh, which is oh. a fucking blast. Fascinating. Two Brian. out of three you can find on Tubi as well. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Brian picks the one that's from within the past 10 years. <laughs> I know. I know. This is not, this is very, very unlike me, but so the other ones that I did, the other ones I kind of nixed, mm-hmm. like Night of the Living Dead is kind of an obvious. Yeah. I, I felt that, too that obvious. Was, yeah. Yeah. That I felt a little obvious. Yeah. But so also that's I, I avoided that one because of, I was like, we could use that for a zombie film too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. For a zombie. Yeah. Episode, so um, Shivers. Early Cronenberg. Oh, yeah. That's, I think, he, I, love, I think he made I love it for, Shivers. I didn't realize that was a low budget I think, situation. I think I read it was only 76,000 Canadian. So. Wow. Yeah, I can see, see that. 179 Canadian. Oh, okay. 179 Canadian. Whatever. I got close <laughs> in my brain. And then the, the <laughs> other one was Eraserhead, which was mm-hmm. made yeah. for under 100,000. But that it's so weird. And I just didn't know if you guys would accept it and let me win. It's weird because it's not <laughs> like, I, I know it is, you know, but it, for, for whatever reason, David Lynch doesn't say pure horror to me. No. He's like his own, it's his own surrealist type of thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, he's never pure horror, horror, but he incorporates like crazy horror elements. Oh, some of but the scary. Like, I mean, Mulholland Drive. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like there's some incredibly scary parts. But you're like, when you think of horror movies, you don't necessarily want to go to name Mulholland Drive. Yeah. There's a whole um, great or um, Blue Velvet, or you know, yeah. There's a whole great uh, video on YouTube I watched not too long ago. I don't remember the name or it. You can just look it up mm-hmm. by how I describe it. But it's yeah. it's breaking down the anatomy of like a jump scare. And yeah, I've seen this video. I feel like I've seen this video. And it, it is saying like how like the one in Mulholland Drive is one of the most effective jump scares you can ever see, but it's not a mm-hmm. horror movie. But it just yeah. the way it plays out is yeah. Like out behind the restaurant, right? Right, yeah. So yeah. I don't yeah, know. Look or that the diner up. or whatever. Look that up and learn oh, learn about so horror. Great. It's so good. Yeah, I, I I've seen that that video. I, I god damn it, I love me some some David Lynch. All right, guys. Uh, so let's get into the movie here. So anyway, we're gonna talk about those on next week's episode. We are going to uh, each kind of pick. You know, we have obviously picked our movies. We're gonna talk about our movies. We're gonna argue about them. Uh, we're gonna vote, and then ultimately somebody's gonna take home some bitch and change some bitch for the month of February. Meg is coming off a back to back wins. Um, did and I back to back wins? Yeah, stop acting like you don't remember. <sighs> did I win didn't in you? December too? <laughs> yeah, didn't she? <laughs> didn't she? I don't. I don't fucking remember right now. Now I'm like mad. Didn't but you? I, no, I didn't win in December because I, I was like celebrating that I hadn't won in a while. It's just been a long ass January. Really? I thought you went back to backs. <laughs> Jesus Christ! We also recorded yeah. two back to back ones um, to get ahead of it. Yeah, I mean, it's 2023, <laughs> right, 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 gotcha, right, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I don't want to, like, veer too far off, though, but, like, we're talking about the jump scare. I just want to go back for two seconds, because mm-hmm. I was trying to remember the exact name of the movie. I recently watched Smile. Sure. And I'm sure, like, I finally watched it. Sure. And to talk about it for two seconds, that I was like, I absolutely kind of didn't, I kind of hated it. I was mm-hmm. able to say there. Yeah, as you it's should. Yeah, like I, thought it was, I thought it was kind of lame. Off. But the only thing it had going for it that like made it somewhat terrifying was the jumps, the amount of jump scares that mm-hmm. was going on. I was like, man, I need to take a Xanax after the end of this. It was borderline gratuitous, I thought. Sure. I don't know. Yeah, that just it, sure. just it just makes a movie yeah. startling. It doesn't make a movie yeah. scary. 
Exactly. That's what I felt because I was like, this isn't a terrifying movie. And it's a story I've heard before literally made me think of it follows without the good music, you know, Mm -hmm. or the originality or anything, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just, I thought it was fucking lame. And it's just like, it's like so many movies that are just based, they're just shallow concepts. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? We get it. A big distended, weird smile is creepy. Then I get kind they, of mad, like seeing yeah. those type of movies like come out in the theaters because like people who aren't really super familiar that could be a great intro. They're like, "Oh, this is gonna be creepy. Let's go!" And then they're not then gonna go find something else because like this isn't actually scary or interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but at the same time, like that movie is like it did really well in the box office, and I think it's a movie that is really like it appeals to like a base audience as well as just teenagers. It's a, it's a mm-hmm. movie to go get startled and then a hand job. It's not. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's a fun. Yes, exactly. It's a fun like date movie. Go out, you know, have fun. But yeah, it's not a masterpiece by any means. But like I, I, I get it that it's not for me. It's not for the hardcore horror fan. But I just eh. Eh, meh. <laughs> fart. Um, the pee pee poo poo man coming. Anytime I think about it, because there was that movie, The Bye Bye Man, which is like right in yeah. line with these movies, like Smile and mm-hmm. the Annabelles and sure. everything, and it's just like somebody made it made a poster that's called the pee pee poo poo man, and that's all I think of when I think of these movies. Yeah, that's all I think of when I think of these movies. It's just like here's come the pee pee poo poo man. Be scared. It's like it's webs, you know. Yeah. Let me wait. Hold on a sec. There's a guy. He's uh, tall, but he's also like really thin. Ah. <laughs> what if he cool, was slender? What if he was like tall and like really like weirdly skinny? Ah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he wore a anyway. suit. <laughs> yeah, he wore a suit, which is like at times when it's not appropriate to wear a suit. Um, also, like there is never a character that wore a suit that was any even remotely as scary as those fucking guys from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the TV show. Remember the two guys with the big giant smiles oh, that wore okay. suits? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. ruined my life as a kid. And then I, like, it wasn't even, it was like freaking on WGN or some shit. Not WGN, what was it on? It was on, uh, uh, I don't oh, know, WB or something. Um, but it was like those guys were fucked up scary. I had to look this up because I hadn't, I hadn't, obviously I haven't seen any decades. It was but, UPN household. Yeah, I don't know creepy. about that. Yeah. <laughs> Your UPN household. It was a WGN house. I'm just close enough to Ohio where I got Chicago TV stations for some reason. (laughs) Anyway, guys. uh, Yeah. Did you? Oh, uh, before we jump into this movie, because I'm going to be honest with it, I've got a lot to say about it. Um, Did you guys see Skin of a Rink? I did. Not yet. I have not watched it yet. People are acting like it's fucking awesome but then i see here a lot of other people say it was just like boring uh, yeah i, I was know. half i was half surprised neither of you like maybe went for that for because it also falls micro budget it's like it was mm-hmm. only fifteen thousand. um yeah. it's an interesting it's an interesting film and i think it would done a lot it, it, the biggest problem with it is it's almost two hours and <laughs> and yeah. it would have done better at like 72 minutes mm-hmm. and one of the like it, the way it's filmed is super interesting. Uh, it basically, it's not found footage per se, but the way it makes you feel is like if you've ever been like a little kid who's woken mm. up in a house alone, like if mm-hmm. your parents like went out to go get smokes or whatever and they, you know, they mm. put after mm-hmm. they put you to bed and you just woke up in a dark house and nobody was around, like it yeah. puts you right back into that mindset. Hmm. Um, and then just like the way things are filmed, it feels like it's 
from a kid's angle at times and then other times it's just like an abstract thing where you're looking down a dark liminal space Mm -hmm. and you're expecting a jump scare that never comes um just kind of my problems with it though were just like it's too long and the jump scares that are in it uh don't mean anything because mm, it immediately they don't like it immediately they don't really push anything forward not really they 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 yeah. they almost like immediately reset the tension afterwards yeah. so Lame. yeah well i'm yeah i mean it's getting so much buzz i mean i definitely want to see it um but i just haven't got around to it for i mean i just have had a cra- couple crazy weeks at work so yeah. i haven't uh, haven't watched a whole lot is it on shutter yeah it is now mm, is it now okay yeah. So say it, it got like a limited theatrical release, didn't it? Yeah, the last time we talked about it, it was in the theaters, and now it's in sh- on Shutter. And it's like it, it's a movie I suggest everybody watch because there mm-hmm. are going to be people like it. It's a divisive film, and there mm-hmm. are people who are going to love it, and there are people who, are, who aren't going to love it as much and think it's boring. Yeah, and like if you if you can kind of make it past the first 20, 30 minutes, you'll mm-hmm. be good. Yeah. for the rest of it but yeah i can see why people don't love it and it's just one of those things it's it's a film that it's like it's worth watching to see what they can do with fifteen thousand and see what they bring about yeah. mm-hmm. so and uh i i think it's far better than like paranormal activity and uh and blair witch because it, it, it gives you it gives you more visually to look at yeah it's like more yeah. visually okay. confusing that's why i thought i was gonna like because i do like to watch those like super weird like creepiest videos on youtube Mm -hmm. like countdowns when i'm like laying there in bed half asleep like stoned like trying to i'm just watching like some guy like with his weird animatronic girlfriend he built Mm -hmm. that's like singing a song and shit you know what i'm talking about sure exactly what you're talking about it's so fucking creepy and weird. It's, it's such a it's such a rabbit hole to go down. Like there's a dude who built like a robot that looks like Scarlett Johansson and lives with it, and it's unpleasant. But <laughs> <laughs> these guys are fucked up. <laughs> fucking, yeah. um, they, they have left regular well, society. Maybe we're the weird ones, and maybe that's just the future. Mm, sure maybe. Live with God, I hope so. Robot. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so too. I would love the love. I would. Lo- yeah, I would love the love a Scarlett Johansson robot. <laughs> I would love to. I would love to love as well. Goddamn, Soju making those inner thoughts come out. <laughs> Goddamn. God, wait, hold on. Is this is Freudian Soju. Goddamn it. <laughs> oh man. All right, guys. Let's get into this fucking movie once again. Um, we are talking about. Uh, full disclosure, we were going to, the, we were going to talk about infinity pool. And then I, you know, I had to be out of town for work for a whole damn week. Wish I would have just went and saw infinity pool. Cause that looks awesome. So I haven't seen it. We watched sorry about the demon from 20 and 23, um, uh, 2022. I'm sorry, but it just released here in the last few weeks on the shutter, um, shutter exclusive. I have come to determine, which I kind of like that shutter exclusive because they're not like producing the movies necessarily it's just like they're they're coming to like temporary exclusivity agreements for what i understand mm-hmm. um you get a tremendous mixed bag you get stuff from all over the place you get really scary stuff you get really stupid stuff you get really good stuff really bad stuff like all over the place which i do kind of like um this one i thought was god awful boring you guys really i just thought it was boring as fuck yeah, I don't know. I mean, we could we'll do a, a really quick. Actually, I'll read the 
quick little uh, plot synopsis, literally one sentence here. A young man struggling with his broken heart learns that his new place is full of restless spirits. Um, that sounds really concise and like, oh, my God, you left a lot out. Not really. Um, that's kind of the whole fucking thing. Um, if you watched along with us uh, back in December, uh, when we had Steve number two on and he, and we <laughs> talked about uh, a, a little flicky that he made called, um, Amityville Christmas vacation. Yeah. This was like a more bigger budget, less earnest version of that. That's fucking <laughs> hilarious. That, Cause I have that was the first thing that came to mind too, but anyway, that's, yeah. no, that's great. Cause I guess all three of us had the exact same thought that like, I have it yeah. in my notes. Like if premium Steve had 50 or $500,000, he would have yeah. made this movie. And he would have been better in it, too, because he's more likable than this guy. <laughs> that was the other thing as well. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It, I didn't think the performances were bad or anything. But, you know, I, I guess we can kind of just start high level and, and talk about just the, the main plot points and then talk about, you know, some things we liked about it and didn't like about it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the, it, it's kind of this very familiar, like, arrested development type of story with the guy who's kind of like an underachiever, creative, free spirit, maybe, um, that doesn't want to make decisions or commit to things or grow up because he's scared of what the future might bring or something like that. Right. So it's like, it's fucking happy Gilmore, but we, you know, with ghosts. So like early on, he's stuck in this kind of dead end job, which really one of the only, I thought like original and mildly, I felt like every line, I knew what the next line was going to be. Except for when he was on the phone talking about the toothpaste, I thought was kind of funny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but he works. So it's very cartoonish. It's a horror comedy for sure. But the dialogue even then is very cartoonish. It's very much not unlike Amityville Christmas Vacation. Um, it's shot very much in this intentional Hallmark Christmas movie type of. And the script, the dialogue is written very much like a Hallmark Christmas movie. Oh, yeah. So like a rom Hallmark romantic movie, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah. So the the main character, Will, he has like big G Willikers energy, which <laughs> <Yeah>. is. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Which is I mean, which is kind of why we're thinking of Steve Radzinski and his films. Yeah. Because the character he plays. But imagine, imagine, but not funny. Like he's not funny he, at all. He's really. not. Yeah. He doesn't. A lot of his stuff he's doesn't more silly. He falls like I, I, like all the things even that made you left talking about the toothpaste. They're yeah. all kind of silly. Like, oh, he's a silly goose. Right. <laughs> yeah. He's a silly goose. G. Williker, silly goose. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. A lot of a lot of his lines, they don't land or anything. The one that really hit me uh, was like later in the film. And I don't know why it just it like I think that line always makes me laugh, though, is when mm -hmm. he's confronting his ex and her new boyfriend and and then he ends their he ends their interaction with but you two went and made it weird and i don't know why that always hits me that one always hits me like yeah but that was like that was a that was seriously a paul blart line you know yeah, what i mean yeah, like yeah. It, i could imagine kevin james saying yeah. it that's not saying it's not funny but it just was like it just was the it was actually kind of bizarre because overall i thought it was pretty well performed there wasn't the 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 main character the main guy like i said he was kind of milk toast for me i wasn't really that interested in him he was kind of like you know ner slightly nerdy handsome but not quite nerdy enough to be like believable as a nerd you know mm -hmm. what i mean um i thought the friends were pretty good yeah 
the kind of grown up friend that is trying to like guide him. And then, um, and then Amy with the two E's, which is his girlfriend's <laughs> girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, love interest. His name mm-hmm. is Amy. And, but then there's a second Amy that kind of helps them. Who's like a median kind of, she was good. And even Amy, the love interest was good. The only people, the only ones who were really bad were like the, the, the family, the, yeah. like the, the sellers or whatever. Yeah. Um, especially the, the, the mom and dad, the dad was, Oh really? You didn't like them. Uh, I like, I, I like them. Horseshit. I like they them. fell in line in my opinion on like the, the humor that we're talking about, but the son I think was the weirdest that's, that, character. That's the one I didn't he like. He was bad too. Mm-hmm. The son was yeah, flat. I guess. The son was flat. The, mm-hmm. the, the, the mother and, uh, yeah, the mother and father the mother was okay. I no, guess. I think, they both they were just yeah they were both just being like over the top and it's yeah, over mm-hmm. the top but like not in a they just weren't getting they were right near the top but they didn't go over <laughs> enough to like you know I'm make it really, really surprised funny. this is coming out of your mouth i would have expected you would have like found at least some of these things funny i don't know i don't they just didn't go far enough i mm. guess like if you're gonna go that if you're gonna go cartoonish and goofy go all the way but they just kind of, I don't know. They didn't go far yeah, enough, could, I guess. I can see how it could have been more, but I feel like they were, because they were more cartoonish than the rest of the characters, they stood Ooh, out yeah. and like made me laugh. I, I think everybody listening. Go munchies with it, you right? know? Just go fucking over the top. <laughs> I think everybody listening <laughs> has to has to understand, yeah. like, you know, Brian's extra cranky. So they, he's putting <laughs> he's putting a negative 2D yeah. buff on everything he says. So like he probably would be, super, I, be more in line I'm with emo. us. I got robbed. I got, I'm emo. I got my computer, my freaking lab, my laptop, my iPad, my ever, tons of shit stolen out of my car. So I'm extra emo right now. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know why. I just had no fucking patience for this movie. <laughs> well, I mean, and, and you're totally right, though. And like, it, the movie doesn't really do anything new at any point. It, no. It's just it's so predictable. It's just the way it presents itself because it does present itself like all those daytime shots, everything that's daytime in the house is like color timed like a Hallmark film. Like it's yes. all super bright. It's all super saturated. It's, you know, mm-hmm. it's easy to look at, uh, but not being uh, approaching saccharine a little bit. And then everything in the basement is kind of scary. You know, yeah. other than that, you know, yeah, it, it's meant to be this little dichotomy between a Hallmark film and a, a, an exorcist film. But yeah, it, it doesn't do anything new in any of those uh, realms. It never takes a big swing. I was this is what I was hoping for the whole time is there's all this. Yeah, kind of like borderline saccharine hallmarky bullshit. And it's kind of like I'm going to keep drawing this comparison because I just like the uh, Amityville Christmas Vacation so much more mm-hmm. and, and was made for, you know, one bajillionth of the budget. <laughs> but, you know, with that movie, it's first of all, it's actually funny. But also the other thing that's enjoyable about it is like it'll have these really like all G Willikers things, but then you'll get like, a Oh fuck, mm-hmm. you know, like the girlfriend goes to hell at the end. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like so over the top. <laughs> this never took any swings like that. It was just like, you literally knew what was going to happen the entire time. Every second at, from the time they broke up and you saw her for the second time, the second time you saw Amy, you were like, Oh, she's going to continue to be in this movie. You knew she was going to get possessed. Right. Like it just, there was no way it wasn't going to happen. And then the whole time I'm hoping, well, I hope she just like gets her head ripped off or something wild happens right. that just comes out of left field and it never comes. Yeah. Even when she, mm-hmm. yeah, even when she's possessed, she doesn't really do anything like super crazy. 
Like no, her head spins around in a really, really shitty CGI moment. That was yeah. It. Like yeah. the most. What was the budget for this anyway? I couldn't find it. So I, okay. I just I just know. looking at it, I just assumed it was like half a million. It's low. Yeah, at the um, most, it's got to be. I mean, you could. It's low budget, so like I, I give it yeah. that. I, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm not expecting craziness, but uh, boy. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I wish, like, because the craziest thing that happens is when it's actually the uh, the lawyer friend who gets possessed, mm-hmm. and like he breaks Will's arm. You know, for a quick mm-hmm. second, I paid attention to this movie a little closer. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit. OK, cool. The voice was shitty, but whatever, because that the friend, which was what was Will's friend's name? Um, you know, he's the one that's like an accountant or something or a lawyer or whatever. He's like the responsible friend. Anyway, like he's the only like he's pretty good. He, he was genuinely he he was meant to play like a pretty unlikable, not unlikable, but just like, you know, kind of borderline obnoxious character, I mm-hmm. guess. But he was great. And when he went all evil and shit and broke his arm, I was like, oh, okay, they might go bonkers with this. But nah, they never really did. I could have been more into into it, into it if it was maybe 20, 25. It was too long, too. It was like an it hour. It would have consolidated. Yeah. It was four, yeah, an hour and 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Too long. I think that hour, hour and 20 minutes, it probably would have been perfect for this type of film. You know, yeah. um, too long. Yeah. 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 Because they spent they spend a lot of time with just Will by himself dealing with like haunted house stuff. And I like all the haunted house stuff because it's done like practically and there's a lot of fun. To, like when the cabinets all explode, you know, mm-hmm. I like that. And, yeah. But like it was all predictable. Yeah, yeah. Like it was all it's all been seen a hundred times in yeah. other movies. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the joke. Here's a bunch of possession tropes. Mm-hmm. But they just like they never. Yeah. I don't know. They never took it to an interesting degree. I agree. I was bored throughout most of it. Um, but again, I kept going back to it. There's certain silly things. I What I liked about the ghost situation was I liked that quick startle with it he was always getting. Again, mm-hmm. it, felt, it felt really silly. It was mm-hmm. all predictable. But overall, it was like hard to keep my attention. But I might have paid more attention or yeah. been able to focus more if it was like, like I said, about the time. The one scene, like, I guess it's like a couple scenes, but like he's getting startled by the one ghost who steals his shirt and is wearing it. Yeah. And like, sure. it's the scene where like yeah, he's trying like, to go to bed and he's like talking to the ghost and the ghost disappears because it's annoyed with him complaining. And then he lays <laughs> down and then it's standing on top of his bed. <laughs> and yeah. then he's like, oh, God, what are you? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's all startled and upset. But like the one line in that is like he just gets fed up and then he goes, leave me alone. And he pulls his cover over him. And like, <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, that would be such a premium Steve line. Like, that's <laughs> I know. That's the thing is, it felt like he wrote this movie, but they just didn't get anybody that wanted to be as over the top about the performance, mm-hmm. you know, because even at the beginning, it was it was so uncanny because he was doing the same thing as Amityville Christmas Vacation, where he kept doing the no matter how obvious it was that something was happening, he was just wasn't getting it. He was denying it. He was just pretending it wasn't happening. And like, you know, Steve played that a little bit more like he almost played it like a Homer Simpson-y type of like, I'm stupid, so I don't get it. Mm -hmm. This guy played it as he was like, ignoring it and it just felt like he was always a little bit too cool for school the guy who was playing this character Mm. like he didn't Mm. really get into the okay i'm a real sad sack type of character that would have been a lot yeah i don't know more endearing yeah because i mean another line that's at the end is like 
after Amy's been possessed and like the whole thing is she's going to go to hell at 315, mm-hmm. you know, because like her body is possessed and the demon uh, Dionomus or whatever is going to is going to take her take her body to hell. And like so Will says, well, if you take her to hell, I'm coming with you and you have to deal with me for the rest. Of and like that's that's <laughs> funny. But if it's delivered, I don't know, just in a different way. It's funny. Yeah. And also, he's not that annoying. Like Will is not that annoying. He's just like a regular guy. Yeah. And mm. they they keep acting like he's the worst and he thinks he's the worst. And the, and he's so annoying that the demon can't even deal with him. Yeah. It's just like that's not really what we're experiencing. You know what I wish would have been the case is like when the toothpaste burnt or burnt Amy mm-hmm. yeah. is I almost wish they like lean into that a little bit more and somehow the toothpaste actually saved the day. Like I think that would have been just like a more hilarious way to like even wrap this up or I don't know, or even just like put the toothpaste in the cake and then that's when it yeah. explodes. I don't know. Well, I mean, they put- I think that would, have been a cool like come back yeah come back moment i mean maybe you guys can explain the toothpaste a little bit more but just before that like they put the toothpaste in the hole to seal it yeah. up or whatever and then mm-hmm. the little demon possessed girl goes that didn't look cool and it's like that's funny like that's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> it would have been funny but like they didn't explain but, yeah but that's why i'm know. asking did you guys get why it was the toothpaste why did the toothpaste help i assumed maybe it was some sort of like far-flung thing about like because they kept saying how it had sodium bicarbonate okay. in it, and i don't know if there was some sort of chemical reaction between like sodium bicarbonate and like ash or something uh that that would like i i don't know i i didn't really honestly at that point in the movie i I didn't care so much that there's no way I was going to think about it anymore. <laughs> like my, I peaked in not caring at that point. Um, but like, yeah, there, it just like, there was a lot of lazy script work too, where they were trying to make all of this connections back to why they, they were going to save Amy by incorporating all of Will's like, stupid hobbies and failed professions or something you know what i mean and it was just like it just felt like a stretch and i also again just they never made me care about anyone at all (laughs) like i just was yeah uh, i know maybe i'm being too harsh but it's just like it's felt not well thought out and didn't feel like there was a lot of care that went into it i don't know Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I saw I see like the care that went into it as far as like because everything was filmed dice. I'm always impressed with like the way things are filmed, like the haunted house. That's stuff. the thing. It's professional. Yeah. You know, yeah, the mean? haunted house it effects felt- were good. The uh, probably one of my favorite ghost effects was like during that seance. They they did like a little insidious jump scare behind you behind mm-hmm. you yeah, behind yeah. like behind Patrick. There's a mirror. And like in mm-hmm. one shot, there's nothing. And then in the next shot, there's the ghost girl. And then the next shot, there's nothing. So it's kind of like it's there and it's not. So like yeah. they do things They did that one well. where you caught behind him like this little creepy hand mm-hmm. too at one point, which I just barely caught. I was like, oh, we're going to get like a cool, really cool practical effect. But you just never did. Like the ghost just kind of had like, yeah, zo- like Kennywood level zombie makeup on or something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, I kind of um, like that because okay. that kind of makes sense is if this is a Hallmark movie, 
that's the level of like makeup they would do like that's as scary mm-hmm. as the monsters would get they don't want to make scary scary monsters so i kind of yeah. i kind of got but that there was like never that. a juxtaposition and maybe that's not what they were going for mm-hmm. but for me it's like i don't want to see a hallmark scary movie I want to see a Hallmark scary movie and then there's a crazy juxtaposition and you get like a fucking crazy psycho Gorman demon or something, you know? Yeah, it never never turns. Yeah, it never turns serious. Like it never turns. You never get a demon. You just get possessed people. Yeah. And like just vague ghouls. Yeah. Like that are ghosts or whatever. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Like, yeah, it never takes that moment where it stops being kind of like tongue in cheek and funny and just like becomes serious. And like, there's a real threat that you're terrified of. It's more, it still falls down the line of a rom-com of like, Mm -hmm. you will trying to figure out how to accept himself and accept like the way he is and the way Amy may or may not feel about him. So, yeah. Maybe if he would have had like a profession that made more sense for his personality, like he, he he had this thing where he wanted to be like a craftsman of some sort. Like he was obviously wanted to be a woodworker. He wanted to be like a candle maker. Mm-hmm. Or, but then like I wouldn't believe him as any of those things. Like he reminded me of uh, of the fucking wannabe comedian from Munchies. You know, right. he just like <laughs> was this like generically kind of handsome, vaguely charming, but not funny guy yeah. white guy with dark hair you know what i mean <laughs> white guy <laughs> with dark hair everywhere they're everywhere they're fucking walking down the street um i'm surprised yeah i just didn't believe him as anything except for an actor yeah. <laughs> yeah. i'm surprised we are an hour into this episode and meg mm-hmm. has not called him a beta or a cuck at any point <laughs> Not yet. And he is such a beta cook. That's the thing. He's such a soy boy beta cook. That's just not my role here. That's not your 2023. That's not 2023, Meg. That's 2022, Meg. Where she's calling everyone cocks and betas. Leaving her in the past. (laughs) Meg's accepting of, you know, people who, you know, aren't just pure alpha dogs. You know, that, that was where she was at last year. But she's, you know, come around and. She's accepting people for their flaws. She's okay with guys who knit and bake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're not you're not strictly out for the alpha dogs now. <laughs> um Yes, my my Tinder profile is updated. It's updated. It's now betas accept betas before it said betas need not apply. Now you just deleted no that. No cucks allowed. <laughs> Um, speaking of creep uh meg was talking about the movie Mm -hmm. creep um um, i am 90 percent sure that the basement staircase that will descends down to is the basement staircase from creep from one of the covers of interesting with the with the mortar and lat and the lights and the like Mm. it is I'm, i'm like 90% 90% sure that's the case. Like so much so when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's the that's the house from Creep, or that's the at least the staircase from Creep. Mm, let's um, see if let's see I if we know. can find it. So while I, I'm doing a quick little research on that, I can tell you there mm-hmm. are connections to other films that we do like. Okay. Nah, no, see, here's the thing. Okay, Creep was filmed in California and this was filmed in Toronto, Ontario. So really yeah. well creep creep was i thought creep was a canadian movie no, no? that's uh, that's uh, that's one of them duplass brothers the duplass yeah I'm, oh ain't yeah, no yeah, way yeah. the duplass brothers gonna walk out of california eh? 
do a movie <laughs> as you what pull you, out your what accent is as that? As you pull out your New Jersey accent, that's my soju accent. That's uh, <laughs> your soju. <laughs> so okay, but the, the I just thought it was Robert De Niro, maybe slightly. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> it was a little bit, a little bit, a little longer. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> but so the uh, the ties to this is um, so Aaron B. Koontz is one of the producers on this film, and he's like mm. the producer director on uh scare package films oh okay like yeah he's yeah he's a producer writer on scare package and scare package 2 and then the the main actor in this film is the wraparound Mm -hmm. mike myers from scare package oh okay yeah yeah yeah. yeah. i could see that i yeah i was just looking she also uh, the the director emily i'd say hagan's name hagan's hagan's um she did uh, the, the the cold open segment in Scare Package as yeah. well, which is great. Yeah, so like you know, yeah, it, they they they've done like good things that you guys mm-hmm. like. <laughs> I, mean, mm-hmm. I, I I feel like I don't hate this movie as much. Just maybe I've been watching a bunch of shit that has upset yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. So you were just looking like the fact that this was palatable. It's was palatable. Like, it's just nice down the middle. Yeah. It didn't like anger me one way or the other. <laughs> No, no. It, 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 I just was bored by it. Just bored to fucking death. I think the other, um, the other thing that um, I, I, I don't know. May, it, it, I, I'd heard a couple of good things about it too. Maybe which was why I expected more. But it, I mean, maybe that threw me for a loop because I didn't go in totally blind. I'd heard that it was like really fun and entertaining, and then I was bored mm-hmm. to death. Yeah. So. I, I wonder like if it's. I don't know, maybe just our age and jadedness because we've seen yeah. so much that it like, like, Perhaps. you know, there, there's nothing, there's nothing in this that could have surprised us at any point. So like, no, there, I just, I've seen this done so many more times, right? so many times better. And, and, and that like, I was even thinking about all the other like kind of rom-com films that there've been. Cause like there's, there was mm-hmm. like a, did you guys see life after Beth with Aubrey Plaza? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, no. Okay, so not. it's like Aubrey Plaza doing a zombie, and then somebody's in love mm-hmm. with her. There's uh, Ooh, yeah. there's another one, which I think is even like a bigger budget film, but like, what is it called? Warm Bodies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Was, yeah, that's like a that's another romantic uh, zombie yeah. movie. And uh, honestly, I was just thinking about like, have we exhausted all the monsters at this point? Like I was trying to think of other rom com examples of like, is there a Frankenstein rom com? And I'm just like, nah, it's probably the monsters. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah, or uh, yeah. I mean, I guess all Frankenstein movies are kind of rom coms a little bit. <laughs> um, I don't know <laughs> if you think about <laughs> it. Um, but yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's not like this is a new, you know. Like I guess even like even uh, Shaun of the Dead in a way it has. Yeah, it has rom-com kind of vibes to it Mm -hmm. because like Sean is trying to get back his girlfriend. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's it's not new to the genre, uh, but I don't know. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's listen, it doesn't hold up to masterpieces like 1999's The Mummy. Right. You know, Brendan Fraser, (laughs) 1999's The Mummy. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I I do think that, uh, well, I mean, there is literally a sub sub genre um which i think you would probably categorize Shaun of the dead as probably the the 
origin maybe of this i I would go out on a limb and say which is zomcoms which are (laughs) zombie rom-coms um like there are enough zombie rom-coms that they coined the phrase zomcoms um but and then of course you know you, you see plenty of them in the in the vampire the vampire mythos um you know, with all that, because it's obviously there's a huge like you know sexual component mm-hmm. to that and all that all, all that sort of thing. But and then uh, what was oh fucking damn it, my brain, damn soju brain, the Guillermo mm. del Toro <laughs> movie in the water. Oh oh uh, uh it's, what is it? The, the shape of water. The shape mm-hmm. of water. Yeah, that sea creature yeah. rom com. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how you. It's funny how you, in describing the movie, almost said the entire title. I know. You're like that one that's uh, is like uh, talks about you know like it's a weird shaped monster in the water. <laughs> yeah. The shape of water. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah I can get all the one. words around it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean. Yeah. I mean. I mean. I'm excited for you guys. Have you guys seen One Cut of the Dead? I have. Yes. Mm-mm. Yeah. Okay. It's. I was curious when I saw it when I was doing my research, but yeah, it's a fucking blast. It's a fucking blast. There, there's, there is a, uh, component there to, to do it as well, but in a, in a different way, there's a, um, a romantic component, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, but anyway, it's God, uh, God, it's so much fucking better than this movie. Um, (laughs) well, now here's the thing. Yeah. (laughs) Grumpy Brian. There's, there's a lot of movies Demonious. Than- his name the demon's name is Demonious by I know, the way but that, yeah, that, Demonious is if there was a demon themed WCW wrestler yes. he would be called Demonious <laughs> yes it's fucking Mantor I get it yeah but that's, yes. the, that's the point that but- the Legion of, of what was it called not the Legion of Doom it's not LOD what was the freaking faction of bad guys in WCW that were oh, all the, like monsters the, and shit the, the Dungeon the of Doom tem- Dungeon of Doom. Yeah. I was gonna say the Temple of Doom. Yeah, the, the a, Kevin the, Sullivan. Yes, yeah. the Dungeon of Doom. Like he, it, it just, yeah, that's what it felt like to me. Yeah, yeah, and I get what you're saying, but also like, I guess maybe because I identified it so quickly as like this could be a premium Steve film. Yeah, that like, oh, I did too, but I just kept thinking it's not as earnest or funny or. <laughs> the dialogue's worse same but they also had like a bajillion times more budget it's but don't you think annoying. premium steve would also name his demon diamonds he would just to be funny. funnier maybe <laughs> i guess but the thing is like it never was funny that's what like if it was a funny movie then that would have made it funny mm-hmm. but it's just like everything else was so half-assed in the comedy department i just didn't think anyone involved was funny mm. Like, no one made me laugh. I can't think of one line where I was like, okay, this is that, that was a good line. That was really funny. Mm. Maybe okay. I, maybe, like I may say, maybe I'm just being a grump, but like, I really <laughs> didn't find really anything funny. <laughs> I didn't laugh once. I found a couple things funny. I thought, yeah. I thought, I thought Patrick, the, the lawyer friend, kicking through the door with his taekwondo. And just no, like being surprised at himself. But no, he fucked it up because when that happened, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. You didn't see that coming because what you thought was going to happen is he's like Mr. Taekwondo guy and then he can't break the door and then the sun breaks it or something. Mm-hmm. But then he fucking kicks the door and then he the line he delivers. We were watching some we were talking about some fucking movie recently, some bullshit. I think I made you guys watch for like a fucking punishment episode or something. And we were talking about how. Oh, the Chuck Norris movie. Yeah. Remember, we were trying the Chuck Norris movie. He does something cool. And then his line is like, 
don't do that to me again. You know, something like that. That's what he did. Yeah. Yeah. The door and you think he's going to say something cool, but then he's just like, wow, I didn't know that I was as strong as that with karate. And that's you, you that wasn't the line. opportunity was, for a lie. But I'm saying it was not funny. It like wasn't a funny line. I don't know. It felt more. No, the line wasn't funny, but it was just his reaction because he didn't expect mm-hmm. himself to be able to do it. He was just right. so it surprised. Was just like it, basically a, a, a laugh was like a it was like a I threw a beach ball up in the middle of the room. <laughs> he was standing there for the tennis racket. And he fucking whiffed. You know what I mean? Like it was just such a perfect setup. I was also um, like the, in that particular scene too. Just like the um, the kid, the boy's reaction to it. Like, oh, you need some help there. Like mm-hmm. it felt too awkward in a sense. But it could yeah, be just sucked. that. I don't know what was he going did on. suck a lot. Yeah, I just I was like it probably wasn't necessary because I felt like in a certain sense you would have maybe in another film wanted to see him like take charge or something. That's how that interaction felt. But then it was just like, or it could have been Patrick's opportunity to like make himself a stronger character, but it also well, Pat- felt Patrick was trying to impress Amy with two E's in that scene. Right. So <laughs> right. like, that's why he waved off the kid. It's just yeah. like the, the kid was meh. like, meh. but it was just like, I agree with Meg that there were so many times where it felt like, it, here's what I think it is, and I'm going to pick on her more, but I and I feel bad, but I really think this was the problem. The dialogue wasn't great, but I think so much of the dialogue didn't land because of the directing. Mm. Like they just it, it that that scene that Meg just mentioned is a great example of where it felt like the characters didn't really understand what was happening between them and how to communicate mm. it by by the way they delivered the dialogue okay you know what i mean yeah like it would have been better if the kid would have went hey uh what are you some kind of i thought you were a karate guy or whatever and then he does it and then he's like surprised himself and then says like a tough guy line back to him or the inverse and and he makes a fool of himself and then the the the, the kid does it you know but it just kind of fell right in the middle in an ambiguous way yeah and there's just so many times in this movie where it was like what was I supposed to take from that interaction? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just felt like the, the actors were left to their own devices. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, yeah. I kind of get what you're saying as far as like, it doesn't seem like everybody is on the same page as the, what no, they should yeah. be doing. Cause like Amy regular, she plays everything pretty down the middle. And then the mm-hmm. mother and father are like, approaching that edge of dubious you know just like nonsense and then you know like will has his weird g willikers energy where Mm -hmm. he's like not because like because will is on the same page as the mother and the father because the the cold open to the film is the mother and father making a deal with the demon to get their daughter unpossessed and they are like they're not shocked or surprised or fearful of the fact that there's a demon possessing their daughter. They're just like, right. what do we got to do to make this thing happen here? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and it's like, and, and, and even that scene is like, okay, so is it because they're so, um, is it because they're so slimy or just because jaded? they're car- or just because they're cartoonish? Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Yes. Is it because they're cartoonish sales? They're literally their last name is Sellers. Right. And he's a he's a he's a real estate agent. So is it because he's, you know, 
um, uh, uh, you know, Mike TV's dad from Willy Wonka, and he's just always <laughs> trying to wheel and deal in, or like Helga Pataki's dad right. from Hey Arnold. Is he that? Or I, know, I only picked the most grown up of comparisons <laughs> or reference, but like, is he that character, or is it just that it's super cartoonish and this type of stuff happens all the time in this universe? Right. They never really establish that. Yeah. Um, and, I, and like, yeah. and that's because the other things is like other characters fall outside of that, obviously. But like, mm-hmm. Will falls inside of that realm because he's never like, yeah, he gets startled by the ghost, but also like, he tries to talk to them. He tries to hang mm-hmm. out with them. He tries to annoy them. Like, yeah. the funny, I think the funniest bit for me was when they were fucking with the TV and he decides to leave the room and he throws the remote at the ghost and it just goes through her. Like, it's just such a... <laughs> yeah, he's like, fine, I don't, you can watch TV, I don't care, yeah. or something it's like that. It's just the throwing yeah. of the remote, like, the, like yeah. he because he, he's he's just accepted that the ghost is there, but he doesn't think yeah. about it as a ghost. So, yeah. so like, yeah, he falls in that box, but then, like, Patrick is outside of that box, the cops are outside of that box, the, yeah. the kids are, like, whatever, and, like... Well, the kids are actually, like, even more confusing than the parents, yeah. because... You're not really sure if you're supposed to dislike that family or not. Mm-hmm. Like they they set it up at the beginning that they're like kind of slimy, right? Yeah. But then they really don't act that. I mean, they don't show up for a long time, obviously, until they come back in, and then Will kind of confronts them, but like half-assed, and there's not really that much conflict between them. Mm-mm. And then also the kids, like they kind of at times half make the kids out to be like shit bags as well but then not enough where you're you don't care enough about them to be concerned when they're in danger but you also don't hate them so much where you're like ah fuck them yeah yeah because like and even then that's also them they never play up their own safety or anything like Mm -mm. the it's at the end of the film where like they're all having kind of the anniversary of the exorcism Mm -hmm. in the house and Grace, the young girl, goes off to play on her own. And then the boy comes back into the room and he says, I can't find Grace anywhere. Exactly as I just did. Like, just yeah. <laughs> just flat. So, like, oh, yeah. there's never a sense that they have any emotion about their own peril. Yeah. For you to ever care about the, them. No, they don't. They're just kind of floating around through life. And then at the end when, you know, listen, we're spoiling, spoiling this, but uh, it's trust me, you, you see it coming from a mile away. The as they're driving away, he gives her the headphones that he had that kind of he was communicating early on through the demon to the demons through his basically his Walkman. Um, he gives it to the girl. because She's like, oh, I was listening to this and I like it. And can I have it? who does that sure <laughs> gives it to her and then so you immediately like if you didn't already get that she's off being possessed by a demon now you definitely get it so then the little reveal at the end when they're driving away and she's got like demon you know she's all demoned out and you get the sting and he's like Oobie, <laughs> um it's like you don't really care and you're not surprised in a funny way right. or a scary way. And you don't really care what happens to her or the family. So it's just. Yeah. Yeah. I really wish he would have just tugged on his shirt collar, though, at that. Yeah. Who are you oh, going to be? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> 
something, anything. Yeah. Um, but no, he, he just goes, or yeah. or even just hit it with the most obvious line of "Here we go again." Fuck oh, it. That would just fucking fuck brilliant. Go. Honestly, I would have taken this movie would have went from like a like a two point seven to a three for me mm-hmm. if they just would have went here we go again yeah and then freeze frame just you know just hit every cliche and yeah. you know like yeah let yeah. yeah hit every cliche let that happen and just or, play or it just earnestly a line that didn't even have anything to do with it, it was just like well it's a living <laughs> and then he just like freeze frame <laughs> just everybody looks at him like what <laughs> like what the what? fuck does that mean <laughs> Yeah, it's just like a fucking Flintstones line. Yeah. It's like when they look under the sink and there's like a da- pterodactyl eating the garbage right. in the garbage disposal. And it's just a living. <laughs> it's a living. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right. I mean, what else? Anybody else? Any other thoughts on, on this one? Uh, if we had to put it on a scale of one to ten, like I said, I've put it at a at a at a a, a, a paltry 2.7. <laughs> I could give it a three. I could give it a three. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not working on numericals. I'll put it on the scale of watch Skinamarink first, then you can watch this, then watch Smile if you have to. Yeah. Or if you're, if you put this on to fall asleep to and, you know, when you're fucking dozing off. Yeah. Meg, where, where would you put this? Where'd you put this guy at? Mm, I won't recommend it to other people and I probably won't watch it again. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm going to go with so bad, pretty hard. I think I'll stick with a three um, because yeah. it was silly enough because I was almost going to go to um, it's like not five where I'm neutral. I've, I had I had feelings and I was like, yeah, I had feelings and the feelings were bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's not the worst movie in the world. No. Like, mm-hmm. I, I know I'm being a little harsh. You're not going to you're not going to be like, fuck this piece of shit, but also like just so much other good things to watch right now if like it's it's Mm -hmm. one of those things that i think about sometimes and again it goes back to us being old and jaded but Mm -hmm. it's just like if you're i don't know if you're like 17 and you've never seen or you just haven't had a lot of movies to watch or whatever and you just yeah. haven't seen it and this if is if you were just born yeah if you were just born if you're a baby you're watching your if you're a baby, <laughs> you're a dumb baby you're, you're a stupid dumb baby if you're a stupid baby who's only ever watched roblox on, yeah go get it you, go watch this movie you stupid dumb baby but i mean yeah if you just don't have the media literacy like this isn't a terrible movie f- to be like early in your catalog of things to watch yes Here, here's here's how i'll i'll phrase it. i think you're onto something uh is it's fine it's just if it was on Hulu or Amazon Prime or Netflix, you know, it would be fine. But it's not for Shutter because mm-hmm. Shutter has got a lot of horror. You know, I would I would imagine the subscribers of Shutter are way more horror centric, obviously. Right. Um, but have seen way more horror movies and are not going to be impressed by this. Mm-hmm. Whereas it would probably do fine on yeah um you know Can something I ask else, a question about else. like shutter originals or things released have you guys been have there been more movies on shutter that you've been impressed with or not um i was actually early on in shutter's life um there was a lot more of the shutter originals they, they were the batting average was higher i think for me early on um but i will admit since there has been a lot more shutter movies that have come out shutter originals that have come out i haven't watched 
nearly as many of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I and, and it could just be a, a bad luck thing. But I I have the impression that the overall quality of Shutter Shutter originals have went down just a little bit. Um, but it might just be because there's a lot more of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, it's not, might not be fair to say, but I, I can tell you when I first subscribed to Shutter, which was not long after it started, um, I was always like, ooh, a new Shutter original. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so, and I'm not so much like that anymore. Yeah. So I think, and I think you're, I think you're right when you say that, Brian, of, there's just more, you know, mm-hmm. like there's just yeah. more of everything. And like, there's only so many places that are going to accept horror movies to begin with. Cause I mean, you have 2B screen box and shutter. And then after that, I think you have to make like a, an IP to wind up on yeah. or a, a pre-existing IP to wind up on like Hulu and Netflix and things like that. Sure. Uh, I think the other, the other thing that goes along with this is like going back to Aaron B. Coots is a producer is like perhaps he sold exclusivity rights to uh shutter as a package deal mm-hmm. because he, yeah. he put scare package two out last uh last year he also put out old man which i think is mm-hmm. going on shutter uh, okay and uh like he's so like and also the the director emily there's obviously a lot of cross-pollination because she had uh, directorials in scare package and VHS. So like there, yeah. there's a lot of in, interwoven, you know, close knit groupness to this of yeah. like, just, you know, like always helping your friends out. Like, you know, so you got to respect that. But yeah, I, you know, I did kind of just look, I'm just kind of, you know, going down and the, the, there's a, there's a playlist of the shut on shutter right now mm-hmm. of the shutter class of 2022. Sure. Which was uh, appears to be all of the or or the major shutter exclusives or shutter originals um, from 2022. And um, I don't know, there's a lot of cool movies on here. I'm not going to lie. What, um, was a wounded fawn fucking over the place? Yeah. A wounded fawn was one that of the fucking rules. That was a fucking hmm. great one. I really like the apology. Did you watch that? I didn't get to that one yet. Oh, I know, okay. know you recommended you it. Somebody else recommended it, it to me, too. I like that. Um Christmas Bloody Christmas mm-hmm. I really liked um I started watching that slashback and it just felt a little too goonies for me and mm-hmm. I kind of lost interest Mandrake was pretty good Satan's Slaves Communion was pretty good Resurrection BHS 99 um didn't see it didn't see it Dead Stream was really good oh, yeah. didn't see it Raven's Hollow started watching it was not so great Flux Gourmet if you guys get a chance to see Flux Gourmet. I started it, but it was subtitled, and I was like, I can't read this late at night. I gotta go back. Okay, it, it doesn't, it's not, the whole movie's not subtitled. Oh, it isn't? Okay. No, 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 no. Um, just certain sections of it. Yeah, it did um, catch Flux my eye, Flux Gourmet <laughs> is one of the fucking weirdest, most fun, like, I just love when I get to watch something that I have no idea what's gonna happen, and I've never seen another movie like this. Mm-hmm. Same with that, I would say, um, uh, 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 Moloch, was pretty good too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Long Night was pretty good. Mad God was fucking that's yeah a that, masterpiece. That's, that's, that stands out on its own. Like yeah. so, like a lot of the things we we're talking about, like the VHS and like Deadstream. Like you can find connections yeah. there, and VHS and these films, you can find connections yeah. there. Mad God is just Phil Tippett, like yeah, doing his own fucking thing, and just like I'm gonna make this crazy fucking nightmare. You watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was the sadness yeah. a, sc- a shutter? I don't believe shutter it original? was. 
No. I don't uh, remember, I know though. it debuted maybe on Shutter. Maybe it did. Maybe it did. I don't know. That movie was fucking great. Um, yeah. I mean, there really was a, a good amount of them, but I'll be honest with you. I'm going to Hellbender. Did you guys watch Hellbender? I watched Hellbender. Yeah, I feel like you... Yeah. Or you weren't a big fan of Hellbender. It's it's not that I didn't like it. It's just it felt yeah. I felt like I knew where it was going and I fell asleep watching it. And I was just like, I never picked it back up because I knew where I it mean, was it, going, where it was going to end. It does. Yeah. It, I mean, you kind of do, but you kind of don't. It does go a little bonkers in mm-hmm. a fun way. Um, they live in the gray. I thought that was good. Um, and then um, they did that whole big documentary on um, folk horror. Mm-hmm. That was like fucking three hours long or something. Yeah. Um, that was really good. What's it called? Uh, Woodlands Dark and Days Bewitched, A History of Folk Horror. I didn't finish that, but I really, I mean, it's fucking exhausting. It's <laughs> long. But it's, I actually found a bunch of movies on there, you know, that I didn't even know about or hadn't, you know, weren't familiar with or or didn't know much about that I watched based on that. Because I, I do love a, I do like a folk horror, Yins, guys. Yeah. Um, Yins, guys, watch a ritual. But, you go watch a ritual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. up on, so, seeing it, which I don't I can't remember exactly what the budget was. That kept coming up on lists for like low budget horror movies. What the ritual? The ritual? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it makes sense it's a low budget, but yeah, it's not micro. Yeah. It's not micro. Yeah, but it does have some cool uh, I, I thought for that one the CGI component of it was pretty pretty well done. Yeah. Yeah, the CGI yeah, for is, for a movie that relies heavily on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the CGI is pretty well done. The way they blend the forest and like interior stuff is cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, with the the liquor store, mm-hmm. all the liquor store scenes and shit. Yeah, yeah that was a fun movie, yeah. and it was well acted. Oh, yeah. I do. I, I feel like it was well performed. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've not seen it, that is that's absolutely worth a watch. Yeah. Um. All right, guys, let's remind our listeners out there what the hell else uh, to watch this week. Um, we are going to do micro budget gems next week. So if you got some free time, you want to watch some dang old flickies this week ahead of our um, showdown episode for February. I am going to be talking about One Cut of the Dead from 2017. Meg is going to be talking about the old Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, and uh, Steve, you are going to be talking about shit. What is it again? No, not shit. Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Uh, oh, there's a good feel good movie. Yeah. Listen, do yourself a favor, curl up on a little popcorn, <laughs> little chai tea, you know, sitting back, relaxing. Maybe, maybe, maybe you got your, your celestial seasonings, you know, a little bear snoozing on the box tea, get ready for bed. <laughs> I have snoozy bear go tea. Watch yourself some, yeah, go watch yourself a little Henry portrait of a serial killer. That'll, that'll, that'll put you right to sleep. There are two wolves inside of me. One wolf says, <laughs> Hey, you know, sorry about the demons. Okay. The other wolf says, yeah. we're going to watch Henry of the portrait of a serial killer. You fucking <laughs> say, Sarah maybe is not two movies ever created more polar than those two yeah. movies. Henry, the portrait of a serial killer is a mean spirited, <laughs> disturbing movie. Uh, and this movie was completely devoid of laughs or scares. <laughs> um, but that'll be fun. That we got we got some we got three three uh 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 I would say heavy hitter movies, I would say. Banger after banger. Um emotionally heavy hitter movies here. So that should be a lot of fun. All right, guys. Anything else I'm forgetting about this here movie or uh next episodes, that sort of things? Mm. Follow us on TikTok. Yeah. Drink soju. Watch soju oh, videos yeah. on TikTok. <laughs> Watch Steve's soju videos. He's getting fucking. He's gonna start based. sabering soju bottles. I know it. I gotta learn the tornado <laughs> first. 
Well, you're going to oh, do yeah. that thing. Yes, you got to do the tornado. And also, I'm imagining, fast forward two weeks from now, Steve laying in bed, his entire bedroom floor covered in empty soju <laughs> bottles, just like in, for some reason, wearing like a big diaper. Like he's just like... <laughs> It's just a fucking full on under the bridge, under the bridge DJ. Hell yeah. Um, and then I'll be right there with you. I can't, on the floor. I, can't, I can't wait to start recording from under the bridge. <laughs> Steve's on Steve under the bridge time with Steve. And then we get sued for using that red hot chili pepper song. Damn it. Um, all right, guys, for the Halloween is forever crew. I'm Brian. I'm Meg. I'm soon. Hari peach. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>